Everybody, thank you for tuning back in on this Wednesday to Verbal Assault Livestream. We are a political podcast. We uh, discuss real issues with real people in real time. I'm your host, Marquis Devereaux, coming to you remotely from New York City during this COVID-19 pandemic period. Also joining me, Mr. Brian Parker. He is a graduate of the University of North Carolina. Um, he has majored in Many things, but none of them are related to politics. <laughs> but he's a guy who leans left, and he's not taking any right rhetoric. Right, Brian? Or no left, bullshit. Brian? No bullshit. No BS. Okay, right on. And then I have um, one of my uh, best friends and uh, my co-host and right-leaning independent colleague, Mr. Samuel Cuchero, who makes it a point to tell me, you cut people off. You didn't let them answer the question. You're letting me finish. What's wrong with you? Samuel Cuchero, how are you feeling today? I feel good. How are you, man? <laughs> Very well. Uh, you know, I, I always have to laugh at these things because I don't take any of this stuff personal. And, 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 and sometimes... And sometimes people do, and that's okay. Uh, let's see. So we have Mr. Brian Parker. We have Samuel Cachera. We have Nyerka Encarnacion. And I am your co-host, Marky Devros. We have four people here on this podcast. We're discussing um, health versus economy. When is the right time to get back to work? Um, has anyone been paying attention to the protests in Austin, Texas? Sam, you know anything about that? No, not really. I know the protests are going on everywhere. And um, I believe I know a little bit maybe that uh, they just want to to uh, maintain their civil rights, just their constitutional rights. But I think that's pretty much right. Maintain their civil rights. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um, and the word that I'm hearing is that uh, states like Florida, South Carolina, and Georgia want to get their economy going. Now, I did say South Carolina. All right, Brian, I know you're from North Carolina. Uh, everyone feels this is an encroachment on their civil rights. And I would have to say that it is. What do you think about the protests going on? I think it's short-sighted and stupid. Um, I, and, and so here's the thing. Here's the thing. The same people that are doing that get mad when a, and I'm going to say it, I don't care if Rob was on here or not, when a black man kneels in silent protest during the national anthem. Oh, his civil rights don't matter. Yeah, we can walk down the streets not maintaining social distancing with guns and damn flags talking about um, we being tread upon and all that other stuff. So forget Kaepernick, right? But now this is okay. So you're making a comparison of civil rights and civil liberties. Right. And from what we understand, the protests are about civil liberties. When we discuss black issues, that usually discuss civil rights. 
Um, here in New York City, I, I personally live in a communal living situation, and um, I had someone that was close to me inform me that someone in my communal situation passed to the virus. Seven or eight people told me otherwise. No, that person was an alcoholic, and they died in the park of a seizure. I also had um, I also had another person who supposedly passed away from the virus. Um, and my understanding was that that person was in poor health to begin with and was possibly HIV positive, a regular drug user, and um, a, a person who would engage in m multiple sexual activities. So I would have to say I agree. Um, you know, Sam, I'm going to move to you because you came from China and you saw a different reality. How is the reality in China different than the reality in the United States from when you were last there? In, in China, many people are dying uh, and still and still dying. Um, I'm still in regular contact with some people over there, and they're telling me that the numbers are still up. Um, I think I mentioned once before how they China had ordered 200,000 body bags from Taiwan um, how there's 200,000 was the number 200,000 200, you said body bags from Okay, Thailand. I wanted to make sure I understood you. Okay. And, um, inside of Wuhan, there's, um, there's seven funeral homes and the seven funeral homes are, they were just operating to, to the, to their capacity. They were running 24 hours cremation and, uh, wow. Yeah, and daily they were ordering something like three thousand urns, daily, right? And and the latest update is that uh, is that every country we already know this. Every country or many many countries are already pissed off at China for this this um, this pandemic and for misinforming or not informing the public or the WHO or anybody else. And so even their ally like Russia. Russia is trying to send back the Chinese people that are there. And Whoa. China, China um, has blocked the border. China sent the military and, to block the border at Rus Russia. And Sam, you know we discussed that. We discussed that on our last show uh, a few shows ago about the Africans being kicked out of China. So what you're saying is that the Russians are kicking out the Chinese. Yeah, but so are Correct? the Africans now. Yes. And so are the Africans now. The Africans are also kicking out the Chinese. Uh, Tanzania, in fact, um, was meant to get a loan from China, uh, something like $10 trillion or something, to do um, to, so that China could have access. China was going to lease the port in Tanzania for 99 years. And after all of this shit, they basically ripped up the contract and said no. So everyone is pissed off at China, including okay. the so all right. So guys, I want you to watch all your background noise, even something like a sniffle or a tap. I can hear it. And if I can hear it, that means the audience can't. So I just want you to be sensitive to that. Brian Parker, you know, if I listen to Nyurka, I get I get the feeling that there might be some type of uh, there might be some type of conspiracy or bad intention somewhere, and if I listen to Sam, I say, 
I would think to myself, China can't be trusted. What the hell is going on and why do these people want world dominance? But, you know, we're talking about kicking the Chinese out of this country, kicking the Chinese out on that country. The left is always talking about, hey, embrace diversity, embrace diversity. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with this picture? Hmm. Uh, you, you mean it's easier to uh, talk about other people's shit than look at your own? Well, I, I don't know. I'm just not hearing the same complaints about Italy. And Ooh. I just I just heard Governor Cuomo of New York say that they closed the front door in letting in the Chinese, but meanwhile, Europe has the most cases and they were moving in from Italy. Now, some consider Russia Europe, some consider Russia Asia. Uh, I believe that 90% of Russia is Asia, except for Moscow, which isn't Europe. But, um, Brian, I'm going to let you answer that question. No, I would agree. I think most of Russia is uh, Asia, but um, where Moscow and St. Pe- I mean, St. Petersburg, of course, um, that is, uh, I-, I mean, they call it Eurasia, to be honest, but um, hell, hell I-, I don't know. All I know is, is that everybody's uh, putting up their walls and everything. And I don't think they would be doing this if um, this thing wasn't real and it wasn't uh, devastating. Um, I think everyone's scared and they're reacting that way. Everybody's in reacting mode. Uh, Okay, but why aren't we blocking the Italians? Well, we are now. No one can come in from Europe. But we're not saying anything bad about Italy. Well, we don't say anything bad about Denmark or Norway or, you know. But maybe we should kick all the Italians out. Why don't we kick the Italians out since they're bringing the disease like the Chinese are? (laughs) Well, we're very selective with that because, you know, even when we did close China, we still let 40,000 people come over here um, that potentially had the virus. So um, we're very selective about how we kick out and who we kick out and who we let in and who we don't let in. Uh, but Brian, um, please don't suggest racism because we're not racist in the United States. No, the left no, people see, are always talking about uh, that. That's, a, that's an uncomfortable word. And it, it's, to them, it's not necessarily that. It's just, you know, we don't identify with everybody. So we let in people that we identify. You know, we do chain migration for those that we think chain migration is for, and then we don't do it for those we don't think it's for. There's always a list of different rules. I mean, if you want to have your conspiracy theories, then um, you can add that one to it as well. Well, hey, let's let let's let's look at this whole health situation, and let's look at the economy. Um, Samuel Kachera, uh, you have been from China to Taiwan to the Philippines to I can't keep up. Um, have you been tested for the virus? No, I haven't. But let me just um, go back. Not. No, I haven't. Can I just uh, say something about New Yorker? Um, if you must, but that delays Brian's question, but go ahead. It'll be real quick. Sweden has, okay. in the moment, Sweden has two, over 2,000 deaths, where Switzerland has 1,600. So I'm not sure how relevant that is to anything that you were saying. I'm just bringing that point up. Sorry, man. Those continue. are relatively low numbers. That's okay. Um, Brian, have you been tested? I have not. And let's uh, let's keep comparing these numbers on a per capita per 1000 basis and not numbers to numbers as populations vary in size. I'm noticing that every single one of you has been very quick 
to bring up numbers. But not one of us, including myself, has been tested. How do you possibly measure when you are not testing the population? How do you possibly measure a pandemic when every member of the population has not been tested? How's it possible? Let's just say, let's just say I live in a slum. Maybe I live in a housing project. Maybe I live in a tenement and I have rats. How do I possibly kill the rats in the living room, but I don't kill the rats in the kitchen? I don't kill the rats in the front yard. I don't kill the rats in the neighbor's house. Is that rat control? It doesn't make sense, does it? So if we're not testing every member of the population, how are we able to give numbers that are an accurate count? You can't. I'm Sam, I'm, I'm, I'm leading you in. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's not accurate. What you do, what you're doing is you're taking the, the the overall number of how many people in the country, and you're doing that up against how many people have come in complained about being ill and have tested positive, and that's the best that they can do at the moment, because it's impossible to go around to everybody and actually test everybody. So you can only test those who are coming in with a problem. You said it's impossible. Um, what would make it impossible? It is physically impossible to go door to door in every city, county, state of this country to test everyone. It's just it's it's not realistic. It, it, no, 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 no. Let's 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 try this a little. Let's try this a little bit differently. I'm going to sound like a sexist here. Uh, if I were a woman and there is a woman on the panel today and if I had the capability of becoming pregnant, not all women can. I might go and get myself a what is called an early pregnancy test. And I would purchase my test. And I would utilize my test. And I would wait until there is a change. So again, it comes back to how do you manage a pandemic unless you're able to give people a test? If the pregnancy tests are created, why are we not creating a pandemic test that can be taken home so that people can find out for themselves? Get that. See, so you just I, said. I believe they, I believe they one are. One second, Brian. Go ahead, go, ahead, go ahead, Sam. Take this one. One second, Brian. You just said if you was a woman and you got pregnant. So there are tons of women out there who are not getting pregnant that do not need to take the test. So why would you test everyone but, to see if they're all pregnant? You wouldn't do that. Well, but any any woman that wants to decide if she's pregnant can purchase a pregnancy test. She can also whether wait or not she's pregnant. She can, wait. she can also wait. Hmm. She has a she can you know, in 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 a period and in a period of abortions and 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 foster care and in a period of uh, of broken homes, I think you might be making my argument for me. No, but the argument that I'm making. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Why would I? Because she's not going to take the test unless she might. She could wait until she has a symptom. A symptom could be a missed period. She wouldn't not. Um, you don't have to take a test just because you know two days later you just realize that you know homeboy dropped his he dropped another. I, I, you don't have to take. I the don't test. know. Wait. You but wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is what we call mansplaining. Now, right now, we just had the two men, three men, speak about what would happen. 
if you suspect that you might be exposed to the virus, you should have a right of being tested or, or having some ability to find out. I, I was not. You stand corrected. Sure. I'm so sorry. I was not tested. I was not. And, and for the audience to know, it was Mount Sinai Hospital, which is a medical corporation in New York City. They run several clinics, several hospitals, and I want you guys to be aware of that. I you went to Mount Sinai. I have two people that have COVID-19 supposedly in my building, and I was refused because they said I didn't reflect any symptoms. Right. That's what they said. You can't just go to the hospital. You have to be very sick for them to even take you in there. I don't even know if they would have saw me if I was sick. The hospital was empty. The emergency room was empty. The, uh, the clinic was empty. There was no one there but myself and the medical staff. And they said, we cannot give you the tests because the tests are extremely expensive. Correct. It comes back to my original question. How do you manage a pandemic if you don't know who has it and who doesn't? By the time someone gets sick, is it, is it not too late? Does anyone here understand what I'm saying? Am I making sense to anybody? Yes, you are making sense. You are, I am. Yeah, you are making sense. And to, be, to okay. be quite honest, to be quite honest about that point that you just made, once you've gotten sick, once you have a symptom and you, you you're taken ill, in in all fact, in all actual fact, uh, I do have background knowledge of the body. In all actual fact, it has to run its course. And you got to hope that you don't have any underlying conditions that would make it go bad for you. A virus is a virus is a virus. A virus's job is to get inside of your cell, break it down, break down your immune system, and then your body gets taken over by whatever other illness. That is a virus's job, period. So if you have a symptom, you're already too late. That's, the fact. Here, that's, yeah. that's just a fact. Okay. You All can right. manage, you can manage, you know, those symptoms possibly, but you've already got the virus. So the body has to run right. its course. Right. So in comparison, HIV is a virus. Yes. And it's a virus that leads to immunal complications. Yes. And I remember that in the 80s there was a lot of delay uh there was a lot of uh drug drug trials there were a lot of uh you know i remember azt being one of them and there was a lot of mistakes that were being made it was sort of trial and error well finally we're at a point where um one can sort of take a cocktail prior to uh exposure in order to to make sure that they don't become susceptible. So I know we're still at the early stages of this pandemic. But any person who suspects themselves of being HIV positive, any person can get a test. I don't know what that is in the background, but sorry, guys. Um, so my question is, If any woman who wants a pregnancy test can get a pregnancy test and any person who is HIV positive 
can go to the hospital and get the test taken, why can we not test for this virus? You can now. Because it hasn't been developed. It hasn't been developed yet, Marky. What hasn't been developed? The ability to do that. To no, but but celebrities are being tested. Celebrities no, are being tested that. every day. Heads of state are being tested. So what, what are you everybody. saying to me, Brian? You're, everybody. Well, that, that's two totally different things. Somebody on okay. the phone. Uh, I don't know. Um, so, Brian, you're saying that's to two totally different things. I've talked about heads of state. Right. I've talked about celebrities. Right. I've talked about healthcare workers. How are right. those people being tested? They're not. But, well, when, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm agreeing with you that they should be. But what I'm saying to you is, is that if you have means, if you have privilege, you're going to be at the front of the line, whether that's the test, whether that's bailouts, whether that's uh, social welfare, whatever it is. Oh, but Brian, here you go. Here you go with your Brian. Here you go with your left-leaning rants. You're talking about exactly. social welfare. You're talking about uh, th this. Just sounds like socialism again. Sam, independent <laughs> right. You said everybody has access. Everybody does have access, little by little. Uh, more but more I didn't. I want, okay. No. Little by little, more okay. facilities pop up. Okay, true. so that is little by way. little like, by little. Yeah, Damn, if everybody had access, they could do it right now. If you're saying it, it has right to do that, oh, no, you, I can't go get a test right now. Why not? That's not access. You can, bro. I cannot. Who can? Where? Get your ass on the train. So, Sam, tell me where should I go? Washington okay. Heights. Okay. All right. All right, so wait, hold on, hold on, Brian. Let me, let me, let's go, let's go into the numbers. The right likes to go into the numbers. So, at a population of about nine million, there are six. Maybe there, maybe we have a few more. Um, there are six public health facilities where one can make an appointment to get tested, and they're seeing three hundred people per day. Nine million versus six times 300 that's 1800 1800 times six. Oh well let's not forget if you have a car you can go to staten island or long island or westchester counties outside of new york city that are more affluent um but if you're walking and if you don't have means sam how do you get tested <clears throat> how do nine million people get tested with only 300 slots I mean, your question can be so generalized to other things. I can say there's there's like five hospitals per city, and you got twenty million people in the city. How do you go ah. get? How does everybody? How does everybody flock to the hospital at the same time? You're saying like everybody's ah. got to do it all at one time. Even you, when you went, when you went to the hospital, and you could have been tested or, or could not have been tested at that time. Now it's more readily available than it was four weeks ago when it happened to you. Well, four weeks ago, things I could have been dead. Things are evolving, albeit slowly, but things are evolving. Ah, right. Things are evolving and things are evolving slowly. Um, I would love to be able to stand at the, uh, the uh, what do we call those? The, the tractor trailers that are filled with bodies. And I would love to tell them things are evolving.
just I would love to be able. I would love to be able because it's only one hospital. That doesn't mean they're all empty. That just means he went on a given day and he didn't see anyone. That's not representative of every hospital. That hospital I went to didn't test me. I don't know what they had because they didn't test me. They didn't even let me in, but they did have a tent out front. They were see there was an ability to go there. The point well, of the guys, matter guys, is, it had to be a it had to be a need. We didn't change over Javits Center and bring the comfort up here, even though we ended up not needing it. If that wasn't a concern, okay. No one's going to retrofit the Javits Center for no reason. All right. So, do we wait until everyone is infected before we say, okay, maybe everyone should be tested because we're saying it's physically impossible. But if anyone, but if anyone has HIV, they can see their doctor. They can make an appointment with their doctor, and they can get a test. If a woman is pregnant or suspects herself of being pregnant, she can make an appointment with her gynecologist, and she can be seen. So why are have we not been able to make appointments up until this point? We are now going into the month of May. You're wrong, man. You can't go this March, this April. You're May. wrong. You're wrong. I am there's wrong. Plenty, I am wrong. Plenty of, okay, so correct plenty, me. There's plenty of walk-in places right now. You're in New York. You can go. You can go to a particular Rite Aid. You can go. You, um, what? Ryan, you're in Brooklyn, man. You can go to Bedford Avenue, two three five nine Bedford Avenue, Brooklyn, right now. You can just walk mm -hmm. in. You can do a test. But Sam, but Sam, I noticed that you cut me off when I went back. And I said February, March, April, May. Four May? times four is 16. 16 what? weeks. What May? You in May already? Uh, um, oh. Oh, 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 if oh. you count, if you Hold on, hold on. <laughs> January was February, right? So that month was February. March, April, the end of April is May, right? That's four months, 16 weeks. Are we at 16 weeks? So it took us 16 weeks to come up with a method that we can test. And we're still not testing everyone. So I'm killing the rats in the living room, even though I still have, may have an infestation in the kitchen, but I don't know. Because you know what? I can only pay the exterminator to kill the rats in the living room. Look, man, if people want to get tested, if people want to get tested, they can get they can go get tested. Sam, everyone that everyone that has the COVID nineteen virus is considered as in, is infectious as a rat that meanders and wanders and everything they come in contact with now has to be disinfected because there is a possibility of disease. How do you kill the rats in the living room and not the rest of the house and think you're going to eradicate? I'd like you to put that question about COVID. Don't give me rats. I can't, I don't want to, I'm not comparing. I'm going to give you rats. I don't want to take rats. But, but why not? But it's a damn good analogy. It's a damn good analogy. 
I, I don't think so. Well, well, Malt, say, I don't think you, so. You could say the same thing for roaches. You That's right. Same thing for roaches. If, okay. If you have you the exterminator come into your living room and he finds activity. If you, I'm if sorry, you Sam. Exterminator coming. Oh, yeah. Sam, you were saying, Go, continue, please. If you want to compare these rodents and, and cockroaches and all of that, you can do that. It's different. You're talking about people. Yeah, there are plenty of people who are infected. This is true, and they don't even know it. You could be infected right now. I could be infected right now. I could be. I yeah? could be. But if I have no, if I have but no symptoms, maybe I have no desire to go get tested because I have no symptoms. Maybe my immune system is strong enough, and I'm handling it just fine. Right? That's that's okay. a strong, strong, strong possibility. Yeah. And and, and, and yeah. again, I'm going to go. Uh, but you can make. Other I'm also going to go back to the rat argument. Not all rats are dirty. Not right. all cockroaches are bad. Right. But we're talking about people. Well, we're talking about people. We're talking about a virus. And a okay. virus has a way of multiplying the way a rodent has a possibility of multiplying, the way cockroaches have a way of multiplying. And there are many rabbits multiply. Would you like me to talk about rabbits? I can use the rabbit argument. If you have a room full of rabbits and they're not having sex, but the rabbits are having sex in the rest of the house, do you assume that the rabbits are no longer going to produce? Do you feel better no, about that I, question, I, Sam? I don't know where you're going with this. You know what? <laughs> I, I you, you're, you're fucking you're way out there, bro. I don't know. I don't know. You took you took a strong cock. You took a strong cock. He's talking about the spread, though, y'all. He, I, they I he, they understand what I'm saying. They understand what I'm saying. But what, what Nyurka said was that the virus acts differently. Okay. Um, and was, aloe vera is pretty natural. I'm sorry? What you were saying, Brian? I'm sitting there wondering, then why the hell do we have the CDC then if we could have figured that coconut oil would have done this a long time ago? Why are we waiting for reagents to be manufactured? Why are we waiting for... Why are we waiting... Well, why are we waiting for reagents to be made so that we can use them in the test kits to figure out if everybody got it when all we got to do is go on down to Trader Joe's and get some coconut oil? No, hold on. That statement hasn't been approved by the FDA. I got to leave the podcast. Who, who cares about testing if I can go ahead and kill it? Why do I need? I, I'm just going to kill it. Yeah, that's cutting out the middleman. Yeah, uh, but, wait, but wait a minute. But wait a minute. But we need to wait for our government to approve that statement. Wow, just whispering that in may Trump's ear. that may take two or three years. Just whispering in Trump's ear. Ah, uh, okay. So let's talk about Purell for a second. Um, aloe vera, alcohol. Aloe vera from the aloe vera plant in the southwest. Alcohol, the very thing that you consume when you go and you have dinner. Of course, we're not talking about libation. We're talking about, you know, um, the different types of alcohol that you use. Uh, what's that word that we used earlier as a disinfectant? Uh, the FDA hasn't approved their statement that they kill 99.9% .9 germs and possibly viral infections. You, you understand where I'm getting at, guys? So, uh, again, you know, it, it brings us back. We're, we're talking about the, our, our subject today was referring to when is the right time to get back? And, Mirka, you said when we flatten the curve. Um, but, Brian, the curve is flattening here in New York. So when should we get back? Well, I always reference it to... Um, a water faucet, you know, no matter how we do this, we're going to have to turn it 
on slowly and slightly, not full blast. We have to be very careful because New York is not an island. Well, New York City is, but the state of New York is not an island, meaning that we do border other states. So we have to be mindful of the fact that people may work in New York, but they live in New Jersey, they live in Connecticut, they go back and forth. So what we do impacts other people. People fly in and out of our airports. So we cannot just put up a wall around New York and whatever decisions we make only affect the state of New York. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You didn't say wall, did you? I did say wall, a big, beautiful wall. Was it? Brian, was that you? That was me. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was fantastic. <laughs> It is the biggest and most beautiful you've ever, ever seen. <laughs> Sam, you're awfully quiet over there. I'm listening. I'm laughing. I think he's fun. <laughs> he, was to, he, was, he was ready to stand up and salute. <laughs> Wait a minute. I thought I was listening to, to, to Jimmy Fallon. No. Barack, what do you think? Well, I think what he's saying is very true. What we're going to have to do is do this in a bipartisan way and come together. Yes, we can. Oh, my God. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I don't even know what my next question is. I'm, I'm just I'm just going for a loop there. Okay. Um, so, uh, on, a more, <laughs> uh, on a more serious note here, um, New York City is talking about Non-essential workers could not go back to work until May 15th. Um, turning the faucet on slowly. Listen, how are you gonna tell how are you gonna tell nine million people when the weather is 75 and 85 degrees not to go outside? Sam, are you gonna stay in until May 15th at least? I don't know. I'll see how I feel. If I go outside, I go outside <laughs> responsibly, maintain some distance. If I want to wear my mask, I will. More than likely, okay. I would. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was outside we, yesterday. Okay, we, we, okay, we're sovereign. Good. So, tell me about sovereign sex. Are we all saying that we're not going to have sex until the sixth degree is eliminated? Shit. Uncomfortable question. I don't care if they do, but I'm I'm gonna have it. Well, sometimes it's public. Yeah, very. <laughs> well, it looks like you got confirmation from you got confirmation from Amazon, huh? <laughs> you notice that Sam is quiet again, right? Hey, I'm Are you laughing? No, you're it's quiet. Okay. You're laughing quiet. <laughs> okay, so. Um, in this time, uh, <laughs> so, um, if you can't rely on the World Health Organization and if you can't rely on the UN and Brian, if you can't rely on Trump, who can you rely on? Uh, yeah, you, you're pretty much down to yourself. I agree, New Yorker. Okay. Uh, yeah, you really can't. Common sense. I mean, you have to be able to use common sense. You got to, and it's always like what my dad always said, you got to be able to get the meat off the bone because you can't, you'll choke on the bone. So make sure you're just getting the meat off the bone. 
Okay. Um, and be, and to New Yorker's point, you got to do your research and find out what really makes sense and what doesn't and leave the parts that don't where they need to be. And then just, you know, um, has, has, and, and just out of curiosity, um, since we're talking, since we're talking about health versus the economy today, pardon me, who has gotten their stimulus check? <laughs> it's funny. Mm-hmm. My, my wife got hers like two weeks ago and, uh, um, I think I'm going to, if I do get one, I'm going to end up getting it in the mail with, uh, my beautiful signature. Yeah, so I'm waiting on that. Well, I, I, I personally signed at irs.gov and I put in my information. It was a hellacious process. Um, Sam, you're, you're, you're silent again. So I'm assuming that that's the answer to this question. Understood. With that being said, yeah. what, you didn't get yours? No, not yet. Okay. Did you start the process? I started it. Like you said, it's hellacious. All right. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um and the and the site bounced me out five times, except for the fact that it wanted me to create a five digit code, but I didn't know that till after the fact. So, um, um Brian Parker, post COVID economy. Mm-hmm. What does it look like? Um it's gonna be a lot different. I mean, we're gonna be a little bit you know, I think things come up that teach you going forward how you have to be. Now we're going to be a lot lot more aware of self-sufficiency. Um, there was a time back uh, when oil was out of hand and we started producing a lot of our own because we didn't want to be totally dependent on Saudi Arabia and Venezuela and places like that. This is going to teach us kind of even to what Nierka just said about uh, having an industry for masks. Um, even to what Bobby said earlier, and he was absolutely right, we get a lot of prescription drugs from China. Everything, you know, it's funny how we try to isolate all these other places, but we depend on them for so much stuff. Um, I think it's going to teach us that, you know, we really have to be able to do these things. We farm out so many things. We get steel from this country. We get trees from this country. We we do all these different things. And what it's telling you is, is that, you know, we need to be able to have an infrastructure for ourselves to be able to supply these things and not always, you know, we piss off China with tariffs and all these other things. And I agree with a lot of that to the point that they have been ripping us off. I don't necessarily agree that the tariffs are the best way to do it. But the point is true. But at the same time, we do, we have a codependency on them and we need to start being more self. I am going to let. Uh, no, I agree I'm, with him. I'm also going to ask you, uh, Brian, uh, you mentioned self-sufficiency. And so do you have issues in consuming or patronizing Chinese products at this point? Hell no. No, I might go get an egg roll today. (laughs) Okay. And um, Sam, I'm going to let you take this part of the conversation uh COVID nineteen, what does the post economy look like? Um I think probably thirties and above would be looking at being more self sufficient. I think the younger generation uh still kind of going with the flow, looking for their next adventure in entertainment. And I think if the government really has an an agenda, 
to make us dependent on them or trying to depopulate or whatever their agenda might be. Um, you know, I've, I believe that it will affect the younger generation and, and shit will roll uphill to the rest of us. I think the younger generation, because they're into uh, entertainment, they're into easy things now. So, so if the government says, hey, let's go digital currency, younger generation going, shit, yeah, I like that. We just press a button, it goes from you to me and me to you and all of this. And so they're the ones that will make this thing become reality because they will, they will take it on board before the older generation. So post-economy, post-COVID, yeah. post, um, um, I think we're still going to be in the same boat we were before. There'll probably be a a bigger awareness towards staying healthy and probably putting the putting better things in our body, more focus on immune and things like that. Yeah. So, do you trust the medical community <sighs> to a degree as a whole? To. Not to a degree. You have to. You have no choice because. There, I, I, I'm like Marika. I, I prefer eating healthy, eating smart. You know, um, I, I kind of make my own medicines as well. So I lean more towards that. But if you break an arm, you got to go to the doctor. You don't have a choice. So there's certain things that we have to depend on them for. And then there's some things that we can try to well, you do think about Mother Nature and, um, and see how we can handle well, not everybody go. Not everyone patronizes doctors. Um, not everyone patronizes doctors. In 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 some societies, they uh, they do homeopathic care. They do the shaman, the witch doctor. Uh, some people don't see doctors. Some people don't see doctors. And you said, um, you know, we don't have a choice. But I don't know if the rest of the globe would agree. But well, here in New York, ahead, if you if you go ahead and, and get your finger slammed in a door, I'm not sure you might want to go see a doctor. Just saying, I'll just put that out there. Oh, well, a strange thing is, I I have a religion that doesn't allow you to see doctors. So, it, mm-hmm. even here in the United States, not everybody not everybody sees a doctor. Not everybody does. You're right. You're right. Freedom to choose. Uh, Okay, um, Cole, I'm, I'm going to ask our director how much time we have here because my sound clock got updated, and I know we're a little bit short on time, and we have to prepare for our third show. Um, and I see that he is giving me a signal of five minutes. So what I'm going to do is basically uh, – sum up here. I think we're going to close out a little bit earlier because we're having a little bit of a hiccup. Uh, Health versus the economy, one of the things that we all seem to agree on is that we have to approach these things slowly and accurately with sensibility. It seems that even though we're getting the flattening of the curve in some places, there are places like um, Washington, that are dealing with issues. There are places like Indiana that are dealing with issues. And we're starting to see uh, the numbers go down in New York and numbers going down in other states, but they're increasing in different states. We're seeing pushback from the South. We're seeing pushback from Florida. We're seeing pushback from uh, South Carolina. And we're seeing pushback from Texas. 
What does this mean for the United States? It seems to mean that we're at a place that we've never been before. And essentially, we're now going to have to make some tough decisions where not everybody's going to be happy. But the fact of the matter is, is that we're not who we were a year ago. We are a country that's been affected by COVID-19. And here at Verbal Assault Talk Show, we uh, make it a point to discuss uncomfortable issues that uh, d- that don't always sit well with the public, but that need to be discussed. I want to go ahead and thank my panelists, uh, Nyurka Encarnacion. I'd like to thank Mr. Brian Parker. I'd like to thank Mr. Samuel Kachira. I am your host, Marquis Devereaux. We look forward to having different panelists on each week. If you'd like to be part of the program, C-A-S-T-C-R-E-W, CastCrew212 at gmail.com. Listen, guys, if you like what you are hearing, we are listener-supported. Please go to Anchor patreon or twitch and please contribute to the program let allow us let us to keep continuing to bring you new fresh content every single week i'm your host marky devereaux we look forward to speaking with you on friday where we talk about biden and trump who will win I don't know if anybody's going to have the answers to that question, but we're definitely going to be discussing it on Friday, and we thank you so much for tuning in. Bye-bye.